Well, this evening is a, it's a, it's an honor and it's a privilege to have a missionary with us all the way from the country of Peru and uh, him and his family, Brother Jeremy Marks and his family have two decades, so almost 20 years on the mission field of Peru. Uh, he's got a wonderful church there. It's called Encounter Baptist Church there in, uh, near the downtown area of Arequipa. And uh, just, it's just a, a blessing, blessing of a church. And uh, Brother Marks has been um, a friend to me. I, I got to know him probably the last maybe 10 years or so. And uh, he's always been just a blessing to me as his, in his um, counsel and his friendship, uh, but also just in what he's doing in his ministry and in his faithfulness. And I know he's going to be a blessing with you guys tonight. So uh, Brother Jeremy, if you'd come up and share with the, what the Lord has laid on your heart this evening. Let's go ahead and welcome him tonight. Thank you. Thanks, man. How y'all doing tonight? Good. Um, I notice everyone's quiet. Is that just because y'all are shy or because you really are quiet? Um, okay, you're quiet, I guess. <laughs> um, wait, where, where are the juniors again? Can you raise your hands real quick? Especially the junior guys. Let me see the junior guys. Like, it's so weird, Pastor Jeremy, because, like, when I was junior, like, I was shaving. I think I had this whole beard when I was a, a junior. I'm looking at these guys, I'm like, man, they're young. They look good. You know, praise God. Um, it's so good to be here tonight with you guys. Um, it's kind of weird hearing someone say Pastor Jeremy, and they're not talking about me. Um, so, because there's two of us. Um, I'm the better looking one, but um, <laughs> no, it is good to be with you guys tonight. Um, how many of you are excited to be finally out of like quarantine and finally back into church? Some people are. Some people, how many people came just because they had to? Raise your hand. Uh, my daughter's raising her hand. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> I had to be here. Um, <laughs> uh, I like to laugh a lot. Um, and I like people to laugh at me or with me. Either way, it's good. Um, but I'm, I'm glad to be here tonight with my family and to be here with you guys. Uh, it's been a long time since I've been able to actually preach in front of people. Uh, we've been just preaching online. So um, it's nice to look at faces instead of just a camera or of an iPhone or a drone or something. Um, so it's really cool to be here. And I I'm, I'm thank you guys for having me. Um, Tonight, we're going to just talk about um, having complete joy, and um, one of the things that I love that people can do, and it doesn't cost them anything, is smile, okay? I know some of you guys have masks on, and that's okay, um, but one of the things that I miss throughout this whole time in quarantine is seeing people smile, and, um, you know, like sometimes you see their eyes squint up a little bit, so you're like, I'm guessing they're smiling, like, I'm hoping they're smiling. I just said something funny, or they're getting really mad. Um, but one of the things that I really missed, that was a good one. That's was like, oh, uh, maybe. See? All right, so um, you guys that don't have your mouth covered, because um, it's okay if you do, but if you don't, can I just see a really quick smile? Yeah, we should have took a, a, a survey on who likes the smile. <laughs> I like the laughs. Good-looking kids. Awesome. All right, so uh, why do we smile? You guys can participate. It's cool, all right? So why do we smile usually? Because we're happy, right? We like to smile when we're happy. Um, how many of you have ever gotten like a present that you just really wanted to get, and when you got it, you just smiled? You couldn't help but just smile. How many people have ever done that? Anyone ever get like an iPhone or something, and, and like when your parents gave it to you, they're just like, 
yes, <laughs> I am happy, okay? That's me when I get my toys. I just got this iPad, and it's like the big one, you know, like you can't even hold it with one hand because it's so big. And when I walked out of the store with it, like, or actually I got it at my dad's house, and I opened the package, and it was just like this, <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> um, but we like to smile when we're happy, right? Um, quick question, how many people like to smile when they're sad? Only that guy. Yeah, there's always that guy, right? <laughs> uh, how many of you, what, what, do you, what do we normally do when we're really just heartbroken and truly sad? What do we do? Cry. Wait, a guy said cry. That's good. That's good. You have one guy that's honest. Okay, we cry. Okay. How many of you have ever cried in your life? Okay. Next time you are just heartbroken and you are crying, run to a mirror and try to see if you can keep crying. I promise you, you cannot keep crying when you look at the mirror. It's really weird. I tried it. I was like just heartbroken. I went in front of the mirror and I was like, I can't keep crying. It just won't let me. Um, but do we like to cry? Unless you're like 16-year-old girl, you usually don't like to cry, right? How many 16-year-old girls are, are here tonight? Any 16-year-old girl? Do you like to cry? No? Okay, good. Um, the idea of us having joy, of being happy, being content, um, the Bible talks about that, so we're going to get into 1 John chapter 1, um, and I'll be really quick because I know the, the time is passing really quick. Pastor Jeremy, what time do I have to? Like 7.20 maybe? Okay, that's good. All right, so we're going to get in 1 John chapter 1, and we're going to ver read verse 4, starting in verse 4. And so what I'm going to have you guys do is, because I know you guys love to participate, like everyone is just dying to do something, um, is I'm going to have someone read it. Do you guys have your Bibles? Okay, some people do. All right, who can read verse 4 really quick? 1 John 1, 4. 1 John 1, 4. First person that reads it gets a prize. Not my son. Son, you can't get, <laughs> you can't get the prize. 1 John 1, 4. All the way at the end. See, yes, I was, I was about to start speaking Spanish. Yes, chapter 1, verse 4. Okay, and these things are written unto you that your joy may be full, okay? Um, now, I'm, I'm one of these guys that's really positive. I try to be positive about things. And one of the things that I love is something when it's full, like my tank of gas or my glass of milk. Or I used to say pop, but I don't drink pop anymore. Pastor Jeremy, good, good advice from me to you. I've been off it six years. I'm doing awesome. Um, <laughs> I like things that are full, like especially my wallet. When that is full, I am happy, right? Because my wife hasn't touched it yet. Um, <laughs> so um, here the Bible's talking about our joy, okay, our happiness, being full, being complete. And um, so he says, this is why I'm writing to you. This is the whole purpose of why I'm writing to you guys. And he says, verse 5, who, who has that real quick? Verse 5, someone else. Okay. Okay, so we have two really absolute statements. God is, God is what? 
light. God is what? I can't hear you guys. God is light, okay? And in him is no... In him is no... Okay, at all. The word at all is like there is none, zero, okay? So what does darkness symbolize in the Bible? Sin, sin. Who just said that? Good job. Sin, okay? So there is no sin in God at all. What is he? God is light, okay? God is light. Let's remember that. Verse 6. Okay, if we, lo- if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness or walk in what? Sin, okay? We lie and do not the truth, okay? So what is, what is the Bible saying here, okay? We've been in pandemic. We've been closed up in our houses. We haven't been hearing the word of God probably like we normally would. Um, we haven't been here in youth group and we started getting bored, and it's easy to get in trouble, right? Okay, what does the Bible say? It says, um, if we say we have fellowship with who? With God, okay? What does that mean? If we're walking with God, if, our, if, if we're saying that we're Christians, right? If we say that we're Christians, and we walk in darkness, or we walk in sin, what does it say? We lie. We, we're not telling the truth, Okay? And so then it says, do not the truth. We're not doing what's honest. Now, um, one of the things that I remember when I was in youth group was it was so easy to have all the right answers. So like whenever the pastor or youth pastor would ask anything, I could just give the answer. And people would say, oh, you know, Jeremy, he's a good Christian guy. Well, just because I had all the answers didn't mean that I lived what I knew. Or what I said. And a lot of times that happens to us. Um, we, we say that we are Christians, but we don't necessarily live like we're Christians, right? Um, and there's things that we all do, okay? There's things in our lives that we do that we shouldn't do. Um, even Paul said uh, the things that he didn't want to do, those were the things that he did. And the things that he wanted to do, those are the things that he didn't do. So we all struggle with that. But I want to get in verse 7. He says, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Okay? So what's the first thing? If we what? If we walk in the light. Okay, what is the light? We just said it like two verses ago. God is light. Okay, so if we walk in God's way, um, then what does it say? As he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. All right. So has there ever been a fight in youth group? Has there ever been someone that's like, I'm not talking to that person. They made me mad. Pastor Jeremy, has that ever happened here? Never, right? Yeah, never, never, no. All right. So what, how do we avoid those problems going into youth group this year? This is, um, what is it called? What's the youth group? Nine degrees, that's what I thought. Kind of sounds like a boy band, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so how do we avoid problems this year in youth group? What does the scripture say? How do we get to have that fellowship? Walking in the light. Doing what's 
right, doing what is according to God's word right. If we do that, we avoid problems. Because like right now, I see a bunch of happy people, and they're all excited to be in youth group. But as time goes on, and as you guys meet more and more, then there's a, a thing that kind of shows its ugly head, and it's called drama, right? Um, any drama queens here tonight? One of the guys raised his hand. It was the second guy right there. Look at, I saw him. <laughs> okay, drama rises up. Then there's like, oh, I'm not talking to that person, right? Um, and we used to say, what did we used to say? Talk to the hand, right? They don't do that anymore. But um, I don't want to talk to that person. They hurt my feelings. How do we avoid that in youth group this year? How do we have 90 degrees to be like just an awesome program where you guys always want to be here? Live like God wants us to live. Walk in the light. God is light, okay? And then he says, um, and the blood of Jesus Christ's son cleanseth us from all sin, okay? So when we are living right, I'm gonna show you what we do. Verse eight says, if we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. All right, so how many people sinned this week? Raise your hand. Anybody that did not sin this week? You know what the Bible says? Liar. <laughs> okay? We all mess up, right? We all sin. That happens. Okay? But verse 9 tells us if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So what is um, John teaching us tonight? He's saying, look, there is a way that you can have joy like a complete, fulfilled joy. You are gonna have happiness, but how do you get to that point? First of all, you have to recognize who God is. He is light. In him, there is no darkness. And when we realize that, and then we start to live like God, we become imitators of Christ, or what's that word that explains imitators of Christ? Christians. When we start acting like Christians, what happens? Not only do we start to live more like Christ, but we start to get along really well. And I know there's like this huge mix right now. There's, I even saw there's sixth graders, seventh graders, eighth graders. Was there any seniors tonight? How many seniors were there? Like four seniors? Yeah, I saw the seniors. Um, so there's this big mix. And I know sometimes the seniors are like, oh, these kids are so immature, right? And, and I know sometimes... Like, uh, some of the younger ones are like, oh, the older ones are just driving me crazy, right? And then, you know, there's sometimes the guys like the girls, the girls like the guys, but they don't want to admit it, and they're like, no, there's no one good-looking in my youth group. And the guys are like, oh, can't find any good-looking girls in my youth group, and they're all lying because they, like, have a crush on somebody, right? And then you got the drama, you got the problems, but how do we avoid everything? How do we get to have just an awesome year in 90, degree, 90 degrees this year? How do we do it? We follow God. And then we have good fellowship with each other. We enjoy being in the company of each other. Um, and then when we do sin, because we are going to, and when we mess up, what does the scripture say? Confess it. All right, so here's the thing. How many of you have ever asked for forgiveness of your sins? Okay, but how many times have you ever just said, God, forgive me of my sins? Has anyone ever just prayed like that? God, just forgive me of my sins. Okay, I'm the only guy that does that. Me and Pastor Jeremy, we're the only, yeah, okay. But when he talks about confession, he's not talking about like just saying, God, forgive me of my sins. 
What he's saying is to confess to God what we've done. God, forgive me for being jealous. God, forgive me for hating. God, forgive me for stealing. What he's saying is to confess our sin specifically. And a lot of times what we do is, because we don't want to feel bad about what we did, we're just like, "Mm, God, just forgive me. All right, so what I always tell my church is, it'd be like me just going up to someone, what's your name? Andrea? Andrea, I'm sorry. And Andrea's like looking at me like, what did you do? (laughs) Right? Just forgive me, okay? And she's like, what am I going to forgive you for? Okay? That's how we are a lot of times with God. We're like, God, forgive me. Maybe this time in pandemic, you haven't been in the word of God. You haven't been reading the word of God. You probably haven't been praying like you normally would. Um, maybe you got into like a, a Facebook fight or I don't know, those happen, right? People like hate each other on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and they make fun of each other. But what does God want to hear from us? He wants to hear our confession. God, forgive me for doing this thing. Um, I have two little kids back there and when I tell them to get things right with their mama, I'm like, okay, now you go ask for forgiveness And they're like, mommy, I'm sorry. And I'm like, for what? (laughs) Because that's what God wants to hear from us too. He wants to hear what we're sorry for. So if we want to have a good year this year, first we have to start acting like Christians, if we truly are Christians. And then we'll have good fellowship. And if we mess up, we have to ask for forgiveness. We get to verse 10. This is the last verse. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar. Who do we make a liar? God. God. We've all sinned. We've all messed up somehow. But the verse doesn't finish there. It says, and his word is not in us. All right, so here's the truth. You come to youth group. You've heard the word of God probably a lot of times, a lot of you. And you know all the answers. And you know that the Bible teaches us if we believe in Jesus as our Savior, if we believe that he died and was buried and rose again, that we would be saved. Anyone can know that. But the Bible says if we say we haven't sinned, we make God the liar and the truth is not in us. If we think that we haven't messed up, if we think that we haven't sinned, then we never really have become Christians. The Bible says that we have to confess that sin so that God would forgive us of that sin. So what's the best way that we could start off this year in 90 degrees? Confessing our sin to God and asking for his forgiveness. And we'll just have a way better year this year, better than last year, better than we could ever expect. We'll get along better. We'll have what the Bible says, complete joy, that our joy would be full. So that's my challenge to you tonight is to ask God for forgiveness. Start off this year the right way. Start off this year with a good focus, walking in the light. Live like Christians and God will bless this youth group. Let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so much for what you do in our lives. 
Lord, we thank you that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. But Lord, we know that we have to confess our sins. Lord, if there's someone here tonight that has never made a confession to you for their sins, have never asked for forgiveness, Lord, that they would. And Lord, for us that have made a confession of our sins to you and have believed in Jesus, Lord, help us to not stop confessing those sins to you. Help us to always find forgiveness. Lord, I ask that you'd give this youth group an awesome year. Lord, bless 90 degrees. Help, help things to go well. Lord, help there to be fellowship. Help there to be a complete joy. And we'll give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen.